Welcome to a quick crash course on Agile and its place in the marketplace. Um, so if you found your way to this video, you've obviously have a little bit of background, have heard some terms Agile, Scrum, Kanban, and are trying to figure out exactly what it means, how it works, and um, you know what the roles are associated with it. So in my case, in my background, I have a background working in business analytics as well as a Scrum master. And um, I have really seen Agile find its place um, in a lot of major companies um, from an IT perspective, from a business intelligence perspective, from a um, enterprise and data analytics perspective as really the modern way to help push those companies forward. And so what Agile has done is it has really begun to take away some of the antiquated measures uh, that companies use to complete major projects that took way too long, costed way too much money, and um, have sped them up, made teams more um, efficient, and thus saved companies a lot of money in the long run. So to give you a little bit of perspective on the differences between the two, um, you want to understand that there's a few different methodologies that have come and gone in its place. Um, but before launching into that, I'll have Vivek introduce himself. Yeah, we're, we're actually huge believers in, in learning and you know, in a big way, Agile is actually about learning. Uh, hey there, Vivek Atri, part of the Agile coaching team. Uh, my background actually started out as a business analyst. Um, you know, academically, I have a background in system engineering. And uh, I you know, remember getting out of college and, you know, kind of looking at the consulting field and I was somehow able to get a business analyst job. And then uh, I got introduced to Agile and uh, different ways of delivering products to uh, customers. Uh, so, you know, this, in this day and age, uh, I think there is a lot of opportunity for people uh, with a good mindset. Uh, what's happening in Agile is, uh, you know, like Peter said, it's going from more of a traditional ways of uh, taking, going through face uh, gate methodologies uh, where you collect the requirements and then you develop and then you give it to the testers and then you put it in production. Um, companies prefer to get value to the customer early on. Uh, they almost want to bring value to the customer on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's where they actually need talent who can think in that way, uh, who can facilitate uh, different team meetings, um, who have a little bit more of a product background, who have a little bit of skill sets uh, on business analysis and uh, people who in general value more of a face-to-face -face communication. Uh, and then that actually is, you know, us sitting here together, but also like leveraging tools like Zoom and Skype. Mm -hmm. um, so there is a huge demand for people um, who have this mindset and who are willing to learn. Um, because if you look at the Agile Manifesto, it says uh, we are uncovering better ways. Um, that actually implies that learning uh, is very important. Uh, and in at Agile Coach, we actually talk about the doing of Agile and being of Agile. Uh, if you look at the manifesto itself, again, uh, you know, it is about constantly learning. So uh, we actually help people to kind of acquire the mindset. Uh, but for somebody who's coming out for uh, coming out of school with no software development background, uh, we have a way to kind of give you some pro bono work just to kind of see what does product management or product development look like. And we actually teach you this uh, frameworks. Uh, we actually teach you different methodology uh, and we more importantly, we actually teach you why are these methodologies and, and frameworks in place and how does that help companies uh, produce value to their customer? Mm -hmm. uh, anything else you want to add to that? 
No, I'm a uh, tried and true uh, student of the Agile Coach. So um, this video is we're really going to dedicate to going a little bit over of an overview of what Agile is, so that you can start to get some perspective and some context into um, some introduction to Agile, to some of the different frameworks, um, to begin to lay the foundation of the mindset that it takes to really be successful and some of the skill sets that it takes to, to really be successful. Yeah. Um, so, so Vivek, in your, your experience, obviously you talked a little bit about the Agile Manifesto and, you know, your experience, um, you know, in working, working, um, you know, business analytics, Scrum Master a little bit. Um, but for, for folks who are fairly new to the methodology, what is Agile? Yeah. Yeah, so the easiest way that I would um, I could explain to you is, let's say Peter and I are part of the Agile Coach company, and let's say we are a consulting company, mm -hmm. and you need some kind of website or web application. Uh, so think about it. You as a customer, from a customer point of view, you're using a lot of different apps on your phone. Um, if you needed this uh, a new application or a website, and we were we promised you that we would give you this website as uh, as you are uh, you are our client. How would you like your to see value uh, in terms of that progress in the website? Would you like us to give you a lot of wireframes and pages and pages of documentation? Uh, or would you like to, for us to give you some value in terms of working software on a weekly basis, right? Uh, and also, let's say you have a big project. How would you actually start that project? Mm -hmm. uh, with Agile Mindset, uh, you know, we are, you know, us as consultants for your product, we would actually recommend is you actually highlight and think through what are some of the highest priority features that you want to build on this website. Uh, and you actually create a backlog. And uh, just like any projects, uh, you would actually say this is the most highest priority. Uh, these three are the second uh, least priority. And we actually collaborate uh, on almost a daily basis. And we actually look at those highest priority items and we build a working software and we give it to you so that you can look at that software and say, I like this, I like this. I said to you that this was high priority, but I realized that was uh, a wrong hypothesis. So let's not worry about that. Let's, uh, let's actually, you know, prioritize these features. So, you know, agile software development in a lot of ways, um, looking at this example, it's about, you know, us actually responding to customer needs, uh, us actually responding to, uh, you know, producing valuable work because you can no longer afford to hire us or we can get paid if you're not building the right product. Mm -hmm. uh, the other big thing about Agile is actually responding to change because, you know, whenever you're, you're saying that I want this or this is my project plan, uh, that actually implies that you're saying um, between now and the project completion, if anything doesn't change in the universe, then that plan is true. Uh, as soon as something changes, that plan is actually no longer useful, uh, useful and you just tear that plan and you actually look at what's available. And then it's just a matter of communicating back and forth and really responding to change uh, so that you can actually create valuable software for your end users. And that brings some value to you so that both parties are helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if you don't have a strong software background, the way that I've always thought about Agile as I've gotten started is it's really the way that we go about living our lives as we take on a project or if your goal is and you know being from you being from St. Louis, Missouri, if your goal is to get to California and you take a wrong turn out of the driveway and you go right instead of going left, well you now might end up on the east coast. 
And so what happened, and you'll hear a different term called waterfall methodology, is that was really the original way that products and services were, were made. Mm-hmm. And so what you would do is you would spend months and months and sometimes years planning out exactly in this scenario how you would get to California. Yeah. But if you made a mistake on the first turn, yeah. now the entire plan goes away. Yes. And so what Agile allows you to do is it says, I made a wrong turn. Let's course correct and let's make sure that we get to our desired um, end state. We get to our, our future state that we want to create, whether it's a product, whether it's a service, whether it's a working software that you're, you're looking to create. And so that ability to, to be quick and that ability to really change and be in uh, communication with everybody that has a hand in the product or service that's being made allows you to make sure that you end up creating the correct product at the end. And so what was happening is, is companies were, were starting out, they'd make a wrong turn early on and they would continue down that path. Two years later, a service or a product or a working software would come back and it would be very far from what they were looking for. So if you don't have a strong software background, that's really how I've always thought about Agile is it allows you to Vivek's point really course correct. Yeah. Yeah. And then just think from like any products, right? We're talking uh, about Agile in context of building something, right? Mm -hmm. Whenever you're building something, you're building it for somebody or for a specific reason uh, so that you want to make X amount of dollars or you want to have these customers pay for this product or a service. Mm-hmm. So whenever you're building about the product, one thing that you can understand, even though you don't come from a technology background is, there is a certain outcome uh, that you wanna achieve with this software. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the times, uh, there's these two parties in Agile, uh, that people in Agile discovery, um, the product management, and there's also the Agile delivery. Mm-hmm. So what do I mean by that? Let's say, uh, if you're building a software, most likely, uh, you want to create, most companies want to build a software so that they can add some value and create or create some revenue for the company. Um, however, when you look at agile, software development and delivery part, um, you know, it is, is actually assuming one thing. Uh, it's assuming that whatever you have in that backlog or the things that you need to be done, it's assuming that that's actually a validated hypothesis saying that if you do this, 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 if you build this feature, the customer will come and use it. Mm-hmm. So that is on the delivery side and, you know, methodologies like Scrum and Kanban, uh, which you're going to, you can learn. And it's really good for building a product once you have those validated hypotheses uh, on the product. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that we actually talk about in the, in the course is also not just looking at from a delivery perspective, also looking from the discovery. Uh, one of the big challenges that companies are facing in the Midwest are, uh, is uh, people are just assuming uh, they're just writing these uh, features that they need to be built, uh, but they're actually assuming that these hypotheses will, uh, will be true uh, and then they will make X amount of dollars or X amount of revenue or customer. Uh, however, it's not true. A lot of the times, Whenever people are, you know, writing these requirements or you know, writing these product features, it, it is based on a hypothesis. Uh, so we talk about agile in terms of discovery, right? So you know, you might have heard about this uh, term called minimum viable product. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing we actually teach um, in our bootcamp is how do you have a lens of um, building something MVP and how can you test the hypothesis? Because if if you assume certain things, you build this product, and if you um, if you can run some experiments to validate that people are actually going to use this product or not early on, then you can save companies a lot of money. Uh, I'll give you an ex- another example. Let's say 
uh, a company says, hey, we want to write a book, right? So, in, so writing a book is a pretty hectic process, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it actually takes a lot of mind and, you know, you just have to write a lot of things, you know, uh, write the content, have somebody go through the content. It's, it's a lengthy process. So uh, when you think about MVP, um, instead of putting all the time and effort to write the book, later to find out nobody wants to read the book, uh, you can actually start uh, by writing a few blogs on a few chap on a few chapters about mm-hmm. what you care about or the topic. Mm-hmm. So we could say that some of these blogs by writing it and posting in, let's say on LinkedIn or in you know, platforms like Medium, you can validate the interest of the crowd and see how many people are consuming it. Uh, you can even take it to next level. You can actually write a small ebook where the cost of creating this product is much uh, cheaper and you, you don't have all the time and um, money that you have to invest in terms of getting an ebook. Uh, you can simply build a landing page and see how many people will download your ebook by running a small budget of ad. And that way you can validate your hypothesis. Uh, and you can test out the demand for the product instead of writing the entire book. And maybe, uh, and then from an agile perspective, uh, one of the things that you get to learn is, again, it's about learning, is what are customers actually wanting? So now you're actually open to the market and you're focused on creating something that people want and people value. Um, So think about those things, do do things. Uh, There's a discovery process of the agile, which is also a mindset, and then there's the delivery. And uh, you can, go through the frameworks, you can go through the methodologies, you can go through certain books and content to actually um, create some deep expertise in these two things, uh, which actually makes you a really optimal candidate in the market, uh, because that is actually a missing skill set that we see uh, in the market who can kind of think from a product side, but but then also from a uh, delivery side. Yeah, and some of the things that Vivek talked about, minimum viable products, so what the Agile coach will do is really help you to get an understanding of the different terms associated with Agile. So some of the ones that you're going to hear is MVP, minimum viable product. We've thrown out Agile, Scrum, Kanban. You're going to hear different terms like Sprint, Product Backlog, Sprint Backlog, Mm -hmm. Development Team. And so as you go through all of these, there's there's also uh, several definitions and several items that the Agile coach is really going to help you understand the whole framework that it takes to really work in an agile environment, work with the, the framework that the company's using. And, um, you know, I know for me, sometimes those, those terminology can get a little overwhelming at first, but understanding that starting to really familiarize yourself with some of those uh, different terminology and, and understanding what a sprint is, what a product backlog is, minimum viable product um, is is really the first step to understanding Scrum and understanding agile. Yeah. And, you know, for just to kind of wrap things up for, for people, uh, you know, we actually believe everything is uh, teachable and coachable. So, mm-hmm. you know, these are things that, you know, different teams and companies came up with, and these are constantly being redefined, mm-hmm. right? So um, it's not like coding, right? If you if it's coding, it's a very uh, structured uh, content that you have to study, and you have to keep up with those those changes. And there's a master, uh, there's a master database of what it should, ought to be, right? Uh, whenever we are talking about, um, you know, agile and the mindset and the framework, uh, it actually really, there's no one silver, silver bullet that will solve the problem. Uh, it actually really depends uh, on what kind of teams, uh, what kind of product you're building, in, in what context, and also in what time, uh, because a lot of the content that was created five years ago uh, around how the product should be delivered or how we should run experiments 
uh, are very different than what you can do today because there are a lot of tools and uh, you know uh, softwares that will actually allow you to experiment or build something uh, really fast and get to the market. Uh, you know, in, in this day and age, so these things are constantly changing. So one thing that we need is somebody with the growth mindset, somebody who's willing to say, "Well, I see all these concepts are here. These things are." Um, you can learn it. Uh, and one of the big uh, thing that we value in these roles is just uh, your facilitation skills. Those are your soft skills. And also you being able to receive coaching and to lead some kind of coaching conversation where you can communicate uh, what you mean by uh, certain things uh, in the work context. Um, <clears throat> last thing is just the roles, right? So what are, what, what are the different kind of roles we're talking about uh, in this space. Uh, we have a business analyst, we have a scrum master, we have a product owner. Mm -hmm. uh, what else? Um, and development team. Development team and, and a data analyst. So what we focus on uh, in, on preparing or helping people uh, is the non-coding side of the roles uh, mm -hmm. because the business analyst, the product owner, scrum master and agile coaching, these are uh, these roles are very open-ended right now. Different companies are looking for different skill sets, uh, different set of experiences. Uh, we actually know some of the companies actually prefer newer talent. So then mm -hmm. these, uh, these, these roles or these people who come in the organization, they don't have any uh, previous project management experience where they, get, they are kind of fresh learners and it's much easier for them to learn the new uh, company culture and company's ways of developing products. Um, some of them will require uh, some experience. Uh, but the main thing is uh, Scrum Master is more of a facilitator role, somebody who actually really can specialize on Scrum framework and bring some expertise around uh, the facilitation and kind of educating the team about different framework, uh, different events and artifacts that Scrum recommends. Um, however, it's more than just does that when companies are looking for a scrum master, they might also look for somebody with some business analysis skills. Mm -hmm. What do I mean by business analysis skills? We just means being able to talk to the end user and being able to understand what the customer might need. Mm -hmm. Somebody with the skill set to communicate with um, other other teams within the organization and be able to resolve some impediments. Uh, somebody who can facilitate cross team planning sessions. Um, so, so that's the Scrum Master role, um, and uh, you can kind of deep dive and learn what the Scrum Master does. Uh, but it, there's a there's it's a very prescribed role. Uh, you can go to scrumguys.com and actually read the rules of Scrum Master. Uh, the product owner role is obviously you know somebody who's kind of defining uh, you know what uh, what the product ought to be or what are uh, what are some things that we should do next and kind of giving the priority uh, to the development team. Uh, on what needs to be built on. And obviously there's a lot more, you know, you need to learn about what a product manager, man, owner does and how to s build expertise around product ownership. And maybe I'll have Peter talk about more of a business analyst role. Yeah, and so understand as you look at these roles is that the whole goal is to be a self-organizing team. What Agile really promotes is that what the old methodology in, in this type of in this type of environment was is you had a very defined role of what you did. You didn't do anything outside of that. You lived within the guardrails of what your job description was. And so understand that as you onboard that, one of the big things is to be a self-starter. And so understanding that you are going to wear many different hats. And that's really what Agile promotes is it allows that 
you know, you on a team can wear many different hats in any given time. And so where business business analysis comes in is it can either be one of two things on a team is number one, it can be a fully defined role or number two is it can be a, a defined mindset. So no matter what, if you break down the term, you're really somebody who analyzes the business. And so I know that's a very oversimplification, but what you're doing is you're looking at possible um, as a as a new product is rolling out is I think we use the example of an app. Mm. What is everything? Why is the business creating this? So you're the one who's really wearing the, the question and asking hat. So this could be played by the development team. This could be played by the scrum master. This could be played by the product owner or the business analyst. So what this individual is very good at or what this mindset is really about is being able to ask the right questions to get the right answers so that you can move forward in the development of what you're creating. And so asking the why questions, why why is this valuable to our business? Why are we creating this? What do we need to create? How are we creating it? What what individuals are going to be involved? Now, you can go very much deeper, which is going to be later on in the Agile Coach, about how to get more technical and take that a little bit deeper and asking the right technical questions, but the mindset behind it is asking the right questions so that you can get the right answers to help move the move it forward. Like and, it. and so really understanding that you're going to be helping alongside the, the scrum master to remove impediments for the for the development team as they come up against a wall where they need to they need some further analysis to be done. They need questions to be answered um, so that they can move forward. Yeah. So one thing that you said is self-organizing teams. So that's actually a, a pretty deep skill set that, uh, you know, even as a business analyst, you can develop uh, because it goes, there is a lot of preparation and uh, thoughtfulness and thinking that goes into enabling a self-organizing team. So that's something that we will actually coach you and train you in the bootcamp. Uh, the other thing that comes to my mind is big concept, shared understanding. One of the things that's happening is we're going from um, creating a lot of documentation uh, and just documenting a lot of things to creating shared among a uh, shared understanding among the team. So more and more conversation. So that's where, like you said, Peter, uh, asking the right question in the right time with in the right context is actually the key. And that's actually a really important role of a business analyst mm -hmm. is by asking those questions and by enabling those conversations among the team who's building the product mm -hmm. so that everybody is on the same page, you can create this shared understanding because of which there's no need for 100 page documentation mm -hmm. and nobody likes to read documentation, mm -hmm. right? A lot of these ideas, when people talk through it, so if you think about the documentation is just one way. I hear something, I just write it, right? Mm -hmm. Versus whenever you're talking on the team, people have different ideas, people mm -hmm. have different questions. Um, so then, you know, if you're an agile team, you're harnessing people's uh, creativity and capacity uh, to the fullest because it's not just one person's opinion, a senior developer's opinion on how things should be. And that's how what's get documented and people just kind of assume certain things and build something out. Mm -hmm. And towards the end, when the product is ready, because really not a lot of thinking and creativity went into that feature or a product, people are not excited about it. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's that. Uh, and also the other thing is cross-functional team. Uh, so in, in Agile, there's a concept car, called cross-functional team. What it means is uh, there, there are no uh, role specializations. So a business analyst might also do some quality testing job. So let's mm -hmm. say so you're <clears throat> building up a website or a web application. Um, I'm not saying I'm only writing requirements, right? So there's obviously the development team there's a scrum master and uh, there's a product owner. 
obviously the product owner role is very specified. They're actually working on kind of defining what the team needs to do and writing out, uh, you know, acceptance criteria uh, on when these things, features will be done and uh, leading these conversation with the team and kind of going back and forth between the stakeholders and the customer and really representing them and kind of being the point of communication between the team and the customer. Mm-hmm. Scrum Master is obviously a facilitator role. They're they're removing uh, impediments. They're facilitating meetings in the way where things are productive and everybody's voice is heard. Mm -hmm. And in the development team, business analyst or quality analyst or data analyst or database administrator, administrator, they all fall into the development team where it's sort of everybody's a development team. Um, Everybody's kind of doing whatever needs to be done for the team to move the product further. Mm-hmm. And that's something very important to keep in mind. That's the reason why it's important to learn all different kinds of skill sets and not just say, I'm a business analyst, I'm only going to mm-hmm. gather requirements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so once you've developed these skill sets, once you've started to really understand and once you've gone through the coursework, gotten the different certifications, where the Agile coach will take that is to help you go to the marketplace. And so where a lot of individuals and where a lot of companies are doing right now is they're they're training current project managers, they're training their current teams to become scrum masters, to become product owners. And so what is happening is they're using sort of an old methodology and trying to blend it into the new methodology. And what the agile coaches is is saying is, is let's go out, let's learn the methodology from the ground up, build the right foundation. And now once you have the certifications, once you have the understanding of things, that's where all of the prep to go to market comes in. And so, so some of those items are interview preparation, writing a good, writing a good resume. Yep. Writing a, um, you know, being able to go in and knowing the things to do once you get into an interview, how to properly take an interview, how to properly, um, you know, onboard a new job and how to properly negotiate, um, a new, a new starting job. Yeah. And so that is a full, that is the full package that the agile coach really offers. Yeah, definitely. Check out our book, uh, eight steps to becoming a scrum master. Uh, even though it's geared towards scrum master, we have kind of captured the different roles and, you know, how to, uh, how and what of the scrum team, uh, and Kanban team and what are different steps you can take to start to think about uh, preparing for a scrum master or an agile business analyst role. Uh, highly recommend that. And we actually also have a self-guided course that we're going to actually put a link below uh, that you can go through and kind of do a little bit more digging in and understand these roles in details and events and how to uh, perform different uh, roles. And, uh, you know, overall, what we've done is we've kind of created a platform to just really support Um, You know, people who are interested in going into agile roles from end to end, from like starting and learning to giving them some pro bono work, uh, providing them coaching experience. Mm -hmm. So then there is some aha moments. um, So it's not just teaching experience Mm -hmm. and then obviously kind of giving coaching advice and mentoring on the resume preparation. And also we have within our team, we have people who can help you with, you know, salary negotiation and, you know, obviously making some connections in uh, in Midwest cities uh, if you want to try out for uh, interviews for some of the companies. Yeah. So, yeah, with that, you know, download the download the ebook and also enroll into the the Agile Masterclass course. Uh, It will give you a lot more information about, uh, you know, what are the next steps and to kind of help you deepen the understanding uh, with that. Look forward to learning with you. Please like and subscribe if you enjoyed this video. We'll be sure to come back with more exciting videos on Agile topics.